0: each other He's a friend
1: from work you had me at hello rose where we're going we don't need rose this is
2: how i went all right you have my curiosity now you have my attention
1: this is the way this, this is the way and here we go
2: welcome back to final take a conversation podcast about movies and movie sequels that maybe should be made, maybe shouldn't be made. I don't know. That's what we're here to talk about today. I am Ethan mm-hmm. Simi.
1: I am Austin Davis.
2: Today in the show, we are taking a look at the new movie coming to America.
1: The number two, not like two, as in like the written-out word uh, right. number, or like two uh, with like two <laughs> zeros or not zeros, o two, two zeros. What language are wow. you speaking? Yeah, <laughs> the the number and not two. two, not two. Two oh, don't want to say zero. <laughs> <laughs> I've woken Turns up. Turns
2: out you're an Android. You're speaking in code, man. You're freaking me zero, out. Zero, 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 zero,
1: freaking zero one zero 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 one zero zero. I've always.
2: I'm still confused about this this whole title situation. What should we all talk about? Coming to America and coming to America. I don't. How do you enunciate it? I'd like. How would you know? Like in conversation.
1: Coming to. Unless, unless I. America.
2: Unless I throw up the number two like how are you going to know what movie i'm talking about anyway the sequel to the beloved 1988 eddie murphy comedy um we are also going to have a little snyder snyder cut justice league hype train conversation at the end of the show because it's coming build the hype i feel like the hype train has left the station and when we're it's coming up to our stop and we're about ready to hop on and and rocket rocket to rocket man i am i'm here for it uh (laughs) the movie drops in five days Mm -hmm. So we're getting so so we're getting hyped. Um, And real quick before we start, I just wanted to talk about this photo that I saw on social media this week. I hope you saw it because I I'm going to talk about it real quick.
1: Is are we are we going to talk about the same thing about the one lady?
2: The the one lady. I don't know. Oh no, we're not talking about (laughs) the (laughs) same.
1: Joking. (laughs) Not the same thing. Not the same thing. Different story. My bad. (laughs) Oops. Uh, We look at different things on social media.
2: (laughs) So sorry. The first set photo of Adam Driver and Lady Gaga for the new movie Gucci. Did you see this set photo?
1: Are you talking about their ski attire? Oh,
2: my God. Am I ever?
1: Or there's another photo like that just, I think I saw yesterday.
2: Okay, like another one that, yeah, that might have Yeah, I feel like out. he was
1: like being fed or something. I don't know.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Adam Driver being fed. No, I'm talking about the skiing one. Uh, Dude, that whole photo is a vibe. Like I, I saw that photo yeah, and I was like, "I oh, love it." I know that whole movie's gonna be a vibe, and uh, we don't. I mean, I, I don't know anything about it essentially. Like, I don't think, I don't think really like anybody knows anything about it except that it's Adam Driver, Lady Gaga. Uh, I'm just
1: interesting in to see Adam Driver play that role. I feel like it's not a role that Adam Driver
2: plays. Yeah. So, so who is Adam Driver playing in this movie? Do you know?
1: I think he's. I think uh, he's playing. Uh, what's his face? Let's see.
2: So House of Gucci uh, looks like Adam Driver, yeah, is playing Maurizio Gucci. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh,
2: And I don't know where that is in the Gucci lineage. Do you know? (laughs) Is that like... I
1: think Founder?
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: Based off of the name and, you know...
2: But here's the conundrum. Here's the problem. So you got Jared Leto playing Paolo Gucci, Al Pacino playing Aldo Gucci, and Adam Driver playing Maurizio Gucci.
1: That just means that they're family.
2: I know, but that's... (laughs) I'm gonna have to keep everybody straight. Either way, uh, I just wanted to mention that photo. I feel like it's a vibe, and the the white sweater. I feel like white sweaters in movies is a big W.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, the it's, it's history behind white clothing. I mean, come on, bro.
2: <laughs> come on, bro. Look, I, I pull up the IMDb. It's a sign of wealth, right there. Okay, I. I that's why I don't own a white sweater. <laughs> that, that's
1: why women's uh, wedding dresses are white because it's a sense of like it's such a riching day. Like oh, sign yeah, of it's wealth. A, sign of, wealth and uh purity
2: oh well see i didn't know the wealth bit but uh i i'm here on imdb and the only mm. photo that i see is this adam driver photo yeah just fyi it's a whole vibe not lady gaga well lady Gaga's a vibe yeah. too i mean she's got the hat i love the hat. you know like you're
1: gonna, gonna just say adam driver but why but not lady listen, gaga like y- if you're gonna lady don't Gaga's exclude her. her
2: i'm not gonna exclude her she's fire i listened to a Stars born soundtrack like two days ago at the request of my wife, we were driving in the car with our children, and Molly's like, "So you were forced to listen?" No, to this, what I you're I, I co-signed. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. I co-signed on that decision because Molly was like, "Yo, fire up a Stars Born album," and I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" Like Lady Gaga's is phenomenal in that movie. Anyway, Adam Driver. I'm looking at this photo. Great photo. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk about coming to America and coming to America. Can I have? The, can we have this conversation now? How would you? Delineate,
1: differentiate between the two
2: how do you know
1: you just know how do you <laughs> but, but listen how dare you ask me this besides, question? <laughs> besides
2: besides reading them uh typed out because it is there are two different twos one is the numerical and one is the not numerical how do you know like in conversation like hey did you see coming to america and then are you going to be forced to say like oh the 1988 version or the 2021 version I mean, I guess
1: they're not the same version, but like. Yeah, they're not the same version. They're they're one's a sequel.
2: I get the I I, I get the sequel namesake of like two. Like that's okay. That's yeah, clever. But you can't
1: you can't call it coming to America two.
2: <laughs> coming. Oh, okay. This is what I thought about. You could call it
1: back like, to America. Back
2: coming back to America. Coming to America again.
1: Okay, that's that one. I don't like. that <laughs> Don't one. like that one. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't. You know I'm not good at coming up with titles. I don't come uh, coming to America. So let's talk about the first coming to America, mm-hmm. like the original, okay. the eighty-eight, the eighty-eight one. Okay.
1: Did you watch this recently for the first time? Yeah. Okay.
2: I did. I watched it this past week for the first time.
1: Okay. What what are your initial thoughts?
2: Okay. So my initial thoughts. So movie stars Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they they travel from Africa to queens new york to try to find uh eddie murphy's wife love of his life uh because he's he's the the prince the the prince of a kingdom i can't remember what the kingdom is called
1: uh zoo zumba zoo something i literally just watched the second (laughs) movie today
2: so i i remembered it last night as i was falling asleep and i was like man i better remember that for the show did not remember it for the show (laughs) Um my initial thought uh I thought it was definitely a product of its time like 1988 mm-hmm. like I don't know you know I feel like it had an 80s vibe like a late 80s vibe um initially I really thought it kind of just felt like a big comedy sketch to me between Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall okay. which I, which I'm not saying is a bad thing
1: yeah, I mean I'm, this is like peak of Eddie Murphy's career
2: Yeah it, it really was and I I thought they're definitely great. They're great together. I think. I mean, that's why else would you make us, you know, an, another movie t- twenty-three years later or whatever, if they weren't excellent together? Um,
1: twenty-three years later.
2: Is it came out in eighty-eight? It is now twenty twenty-one? Wow. Twenty-three years. Quick math, guy. Is it? You're looking at me like I'm a, like a, like I'm getting this wrong. <laughs> I, you're making me nervous. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, I saw it for the first time. Um I don't want to get like I don't wanna give my my final take because we're gonna kind of get into this about some more of this movie. But yeah, it was it was something new for me because I don't really watch movies like this.
1: Do you mean older movies?
2: A A A older movies, yes. <laughs> <laughs> B B um like I'm not the biggest Eddie Murphy guy. It's like it's nothing against Eddie Murphy. I think he's funny.
1: Literally, he's before fine. we start recording, you're like, what movies has Eddie Murphy been in? <laughs> right. So, so I you just have not watched any Eddie Murphy movies. I wanted
2: to take this moment to, to go through Eddie Murphy's IMDb. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I just wanted to see like what I've seen. Um, Trading Places. Have, have you seen mm-hmm. this? Okay, I, I have not. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Um, Beverly Hills Cop 2
2: yeah no Beverly Hills Cop 2 haven't seen it Coming to America I have seen that one um, Harlem Nights Boomerang I, like I haven't seen the, the a Vampire in Brooklyn
1: I haven't seen the whole thing through
2: okay you've seen, you've seen part of it mm-hmm. The Nutty Professor
1: yeah of course
2: I've seen The Nutty Professor I probably saw it when I was a kid um, Dr. Dolittle mm-hmm. 100% I've seen that I you know grew up on that um, gosh Shrek everybody's seen Shrek Donkey, donkey. So yeah, no. <laughs> seen Shrek. I did not see Doctor Dolittle too. Um, Daddy daycare. Yep. Yeah, seen that. That's a hit. Shrek 2 uh, Tons of Shreks. Norbit. Do you ever see Nor- Norbit? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I did not see. I don't. I just like like. A... And then Tower Heist. That I don't like. I I can't remember I if that's supposed so. to be a funny movie or not. You're, um, you're missing
1: one of his worst movies ever.
2: Oh, no. What is this?
1: The Adventures of Pluto Nash.
2: <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Yeah. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. He plays Pluto Nash. Yeah. I've literally never, ever heard of this movie <laughs> until you mention this right it. now. I was, I'm was i literally looking at his IMDb, and I passed right by it. Yeah. <laughs> That's his worst movie?
1: It's okay. known as one of the worst movies of like that decade.
2: Duly noted. I mean, duly noted. Yeah, I think That's... he won a
1: Razzie for it. Never a good thing when you wrote when you He, he won the Razzie for, uh, like the worst actor of that decade.
2: Oh, okay. So then I'm not totally, I'm not totally like, you know, out of out of character here in terms of like not being super attached to Eddie Murphy. But I know he's good in *Dolomite Is My Name*. I, that's based on your recommendation. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I you've definitely seen more Eddie Murphy than I have, uh, for sure. I just didn't like '80s, '80s and '90s. I was, I was, I was born in '94, so like I missed. I feel like I missed the Eddie Murphy train. I mean, By I the was, time I was born, I
1: was born '90. You're only four years younger than me.
2: Yeah, dude, but four years makes a big difference. You know, I feel like that. I feel like I feel like in movie world that makes a big difference. So I just didn't see a whole lot of Eddie Murphy stuff. Does it?
1: I feel like it's just pure ignorance right now. <laughs>
2: I'm just, I'm just claiming like, no, I'm not here for it. Okay. I just was,
1: you know, born four years later it, than you. And I just, you know, I'm just not cultured like that.
2: I just can't do that. Did you see, have you seen Coming to America before? Like, yeah. you know, a while back. Okay. Did you watch it again this week no. or okay. You went based on your mm. OG watch. Yep. What like M-
1: more than OG watch. I mean, I've, I watched it multiple times. Oh,
2: okay. You've seen it multiple yeah. times. What What are your initial thoughts on it? Like, as a whole,
1: I I found it funny. Like, the whole idea that he was playing multiple characters within a whole entire movie, like, it was great. I mean, the whole conversation, I think the first time I watched it, I didn't realize it because I was so young. Which, again, why was I watching it so young? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Subject matter is not appropriate for uh, those young guys.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was a little startled with like three minutes into it. I was like, whoa, okay, Mm -hmm. we're we're taking a bath with naked women here. Like, I was not prepared for that. Yeah.
1: So. You You do you, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Um, But like he was obviously playing like the barber shop. Yeah. Him and Arsenio are playing those characters and like they'd play other random characters throughout the movie and stuff like that. I found that to be funny. I, and I didn't really, the first time I watched it, didn't really realize that until I got like a little bit older and rewatched. I'm like, oh, like that, that's,
2: that's them. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, wait, the same guy. (laughs) (laughs) That that sounds like Eddie Murphy.
1: Um, Yeah. So like, I found it funny. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, very classic like Eddie Murphy
2: yeah I yeah I definitely feel like it's classic Eddie Murphy but like I said like I'm just it's just it's not I guess I'm just not a classic Eddie Murphy guy I that's kind of why I felt like it was one big sketch is because I feel like in a lot in a lot of scenes you get them playing different parts mm-hmm. um which feels to me like you know they're just I like that they're they're having a good time they're just hanging out mm-hmm. like making funny stuff. Uh, which which is great, big plus. Um, I want to know what do you think the funniest part of the of coming to America is? The first one. Yeah, the first one, or like a highlight, like like what did you enjoy the most about that movie?
1: I mean, I think the scene where like they're meeting all the various different women <laughs> at the bar, and then one of them it happens to be Arsenio. Yeah, hundred <laughs>
2: percent. That's the funniest part of the movie. That that's what I was going to say too. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so funny.
1: I just like that. It's like every single woman is just like, they are legitimately crazy. Yeah. So I
2: died when, when, when Arsenio Hall, like as the lady, mm-hmm. says, like, oh, and you too, big boy, or whatever. <laughs> and the camera pans to Arsenio <laughs> and he spits out his drink. I died. Like, I thought that was really, really funny. And I'm not saying it wasn't a funny movie. Like, there's tons of funny parts in it for sure.
1: I mean, the whole McDowells and McDonald's yeah. debate. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, so when I, when I first watched the movie and the first time you see like the McDowell's thing is when they're at the, with the black appreciation week Mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, you know, like in the, in the gym Mm -hmm. and I thought it was McDonald's at first. And so I thought in my head, like, man, like how much money did Eddie Murphy pay to clear, like to get McDonald's like in this movie? And then it's the whole McDowell situation. I was like, ah, that's very clever. Mm -hmm. Well done. That's (laughs) well played. Um, the barbers. Are are super funny. Yeah, I think they they're the most well known bits of Coming to America. I feel like.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why they included them again in yeah. in this movie. I mean, th- those characters were playing old men, and the yeah <laughs> they were playing these characters even older.
2: Yeah, so. and I just I really I did I did like how the conversation that the Barbies always had was always about boxing, like mm-hmm. in the first movie. Like yeah. anytime we were in the barbershop, it was always about boxing.
1: Well, I mean they and then, then the s- sequel
2: yeah it was it was good like yeah. I, I, th- I thought the continuity was nice mm. um there I yeah I think when they're made, meeting the women in the club it is the funniest part for me a lot of the jokes for me like just are not like they just don't make me laugh where I just like I, I watch them and I'm just like that was sure that was
1: funny you just don't, don't appreciate <laughs> how humor has grown I don't you don't understand the art of it Ethan
2: that's just like not my guess that's not my kind of humor I don't know like like when when they show up and they show up at Queens and all of their suitcases get stolen Mm -hmm. right and then like they come back out a few days later or something and and all the homeless people are wearing all of their robes and whatnot Danny Murphy's like oh look I think we know who stole our our stuff Mm -hmm. and I was like that that's not funny (laughs) I didn't think I didn't think it was very funny but uh i I think they're a good duo. I liked them together um the ending I talk about the ending real quick
1: of oh, the first one of the first movie okay
2: i would i you saw it a long time ago what, were you surprised
1: what that he that f- it was
2: I, that it was actually the chick from Queens it, who ended up being the bride
1: yeah I figured that was gonna happen
2: I mean I guess I had I had hoped that was gonna happen, but I wasn't counting on that to happen.
1: Oh that's just like <laughs> basic movie one oh one.
2: I know, but I was still like, oh, this is nice. This is sweet. Gets the girl. Yeah. It was a it was a good thing it was a good thing. It's I guess cl- I just it's didn't it's a see classic it coming.
1: it's a classic move. <laughs> How did you not know, see that under coming? The
2: veil, <laughs> yeah. It it I was happy with it. I I mean I thought that was good. I was I was worried that, you know, he he wasn't gonna get get to hang out with the girl um you're
1: just like sh- just surprise ending shocker <laughs> like, oh my god
2: i did not see this one coming holy crap um yeah so like i don't know i i i i thought the first movie was good that's all that's <laughs> okay. all i'm gonna, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's all gonna, gonna say because i want to talk about the second movie and then do a little like compare and contrast situation okay. okay okay do you want to we'll, talk we'll about on. the second movie yeah sure okay uh, let's do this so now let's, for it now let's Literally. talk about coming to america okay So listeners at home, that's coming to with the number two, America. There's no way you would have known that unless I specifically told you that was the case.
1: Well, I mean, they could also figure it out from the the sequence of things. We just talked about the first one. So now we're talking about the second one. So context there. That's just...
2: You're painting me as a bad guy. This year. <laughs> I'm the
0: bad
1: guy. I'm the bad guy. Don't this make our listeners seem like they're stupid. They they can get they they're can teeny. catch on. They're I, smart.
2: I know. I gotta give them props. I gotta give them credit. Okay. Coming to America, uh, the most recent movie that Eddie Murphy has been on. So um, claimed by Amazon Studios, mm-hmm. made or you know produced by Amazon Studios, came out like a like a week ago. Something like that. Yeah. Like last week. Um, basically, open up Amazon Prime and it's all coming to America. Mm -hmm. Like, they have tons of, like, blocks to, you know, to, like, pick from for each each character, tons of ads, big things that say, you know, like, number one movie in America, Mm -hmm. the whole shebang. Yeah.
1: Which... As normal. As
2: expected with the marketing. I get that. Uh, So this... You're not going to say, hey, fifth movie (laughs) in America. Hey, this was almost number one in America, but not quite, but you should still watch it. Uh, So the second movie... Uh, Akeem, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. learns that he has a long lost son in the United States and must return to America to meet this unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. That's mm-hmm. what IMDB tells me it's about. Um what what did you what did you think of the movie? What what were your initial thoughts?
1: Um I think like watching the movie because like I just watched it literally today. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, like yeah. I woke up and I was like, Okay, movie time. Let's do it. initial thoughts. I mean, looking at the movie at as a whole um, it's very different than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the first one you get that whole like building of the, the understanding of a character and stuff like that. Um, like
2: I, I like Akeem as a character. Yeah. I think he's a good character. Yeah.
1: But then you see the second one and it's kind of a a little bit more rushed mm-hmm. um, like movie. So like, I feel like you, you kind of go from one scene to the next to the next. So you don't really build up all, like the relation. I feel like they never really built up that relationship between the sun and um and akeem so that's something that i wish that they could have tackled a little bit more um just to have really built up those characters and given more emotional investment so um yeah that's like something i initially was thinking i'm like okay it's a little bit faster it's a little bit different um you don't really get in-depth characters in that in that light so yeah um, I think some of the, the, the comedy, uh, like there's definitely a couple like good scenes here and there. Um, you definitely will laugh at a random things if you yeah. enjoyed the first one. So yeah.
2: Yeah. I do. I do agree on your, um, on your assessment there that, that, uh, like it just doesn't feel the same like building blocks that you kind of get in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it definitely feels rushed. I, so I'm just going to preface and say, you know, listeners know you. You kind of know. I mean, you do know that I. I am. Um, I'm. I'm strongly opinionated, but I'm generally strongly opinionated towards like the positive end of things. Or like, if I go see a movie, mm-hmm. it, right? Well, I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, "Damn, that that was an excellent movie, mm-hmm. fantastic, like top five for sure." Every single time I see a new movie, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the tables a little bit because. I watched this movie a few nights ago, mm-hmm. and I texted you as soon as I watched it, as soon as it ended. Yep. And I was like, "Hey, man, that was a bad movie. I did not like that movie." And you were like, "I haven't seen it yet." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, well, it was still a bad. It was still a bad movie."
1: So that, I'm going pl- to play the bad know, guy. That just means don't say anything, and you shouldn't say stuff like that if you didn't know that I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I, I know. I felt I bad. Want, I want my expectations to be to be clear
2: yeah free and Mm. unfettered Mm -hmm. i know i ruined that for you i feel bad but i i'm gonna play the bad guy today so i'm I'm gonna stick to that role i did not like the second movie like just 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 outright like i just did not think it was good Mm -hmm. um i find movies like this that are current you know or new that really like heavily rely on on like jokes of the culture like jokes of the time Mm-hmm. Uh, like just don't stick like just they don't i don't find them funny and i think the biggest contrast between this and coming to america from 88 is that i can go today i can go watch coming to america the first one mm-hmm. and think it's funny because there's nothing about like specific like word like on fleek like mm-hmm. that that whole joke of like on fleek like if I wasn't born in the eight, like if I didn't live in the eighties, nineties, like I would have no idea what that means. Mm-hmm. And so in 20 years, like I it that jokes to me just feels like it's not going to stick. Um, and I felt like that. I felt like the second movie was he, like heavily relied upon jokes like that mm-hmm. of like cultural, like funny sayings and stuff like that. Um, which I'm not really a fan of. So I didn't, I didn't really get that. Um Leslie Jones is great. Mm-hmm. I think she's great. I, I think she's good in this movie. Yeah. I think she does uh, does her role really well. I just like I don't know, man. The comedy was just so different for me. Mm-hmm. Like it just didn't feel the same as the same kind of comedy as the first one. I think what was so funny about the first one is like Akeem goes to like work at McDonald's and is trying to woo McDowell's. this McDowell's Get it right. And <laughs> I told you I was confused when I watched it. And tries to like woo this girl. And, and it's funny because like he's a prince, but now he's working as a janitor and like, he's trying to figure this situation out. And like, they're both trying to figure this situation out, like living in Queens and everything. And that was totally absent from like the second movie. Mm-hmm. So I think some, like, like the biggest issue, I don't feel like it deserved the title of coming to America. They didn't, they were in America for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Right? Like,
1: yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, they were mostly <laughs> in uh the other country. I'm blinking on We them. gotta figure it out. We gotta it, figure out what this is. Something.
2: We gotta figure it out. I'm gonna i I'm gonna look up the Wikipedia and we're gonna figure it out. Um but I just feel like I feel like the movie took place in Africa mm. and it did not take place in America, which was like isn't that whole, the kind of the point of coming to America? Is like Well
1: I mean he did I, I don't know. he did come to America twice he, in the movie, <laughs> which is part of the title. Yeah. Okay. um, Coming to number America. And he (laughs) went to number America. And he went to America. Zamunda.
2: Zamunda. The African nation of Zamunda. There it is. So then I'm going to get your take on some points in the second movie then. Because I want to know what you thought about some things. Because I'm I'm feeling fucking heated right now. (laughs) I'm feeling strong today. (laughs) And I never get to play the bad guy on this show. Or really ever. So I'm just going to gun it.
1: I mean, you're always... <laughs> <laughs> Go for
2: it. Um, okay, what did you think about when he met his son, Lavelle Johnson, mm-hmm. for the first time outside of whatever, I think it was at, like Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and he was scalping tickets. What did you think of this scene?
1: How he dressed up as a New York, like, Knicks. Yeah. I think it was a Knicks fan. Yeah, They yeah. just stood and stared at him.
2: Right, and he just like stood and stared and stared and stared
1: mm-hmm. until he turned around and it's like, hey.
2: Yeah. So to your whole point about like the building blocks of like the characters and stuff in this movie, mm-hmm. I felt like that scene just like was so rushed. Like yeah. there was no, there was no questioning or there was no like tension. There was no anything of like. Oh, like, really? I'm your son? Or, like, whatever? Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy just, like, or, you know, Akeem was just, like, Oh, hey, like, you're my bastard son, and I'm I'm a prince, and you should come to Zamunda with me. And then, like, oh, my God, okay, we're, we're at his house, and, like, now we're going to Africa all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I just felt like there was no push and pull. There was no, like, t- like, yeah. like if that happened to me on the streets, hold up. Like, you got to give me a rundown here because mm-hmm. I'm not buying your story.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I think, yeah, like, your your point right now is, they should have had a scenes where like he had gone home and been like ma, like some like, yeah, a, like African King was like saying that I was his son. And then she'd be like, Oh wait, maybe like that might be true. Yeah. That, that could be him. <laughs> could
2: be the guy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like I would have loved a couple additional scenes in there of, of just a little like back and forth, a little push and pull mm-hmm. of like, isn't like that, 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 that I felt like that was a big portion of the movie is, oh he has a son and and he has to try to get in good with his son Mm -hmm. and like from the get-go he's already good with his son like no problems
1: it's like ignore the 31 years that we that i have not seen you yeah
2: and just like but but, you know and then and then if you want to play devil's advocate like yeah semi drops the whole the briefcase full full of cash and gold yeah Mm -hmm. like money will woo you over really quick i get that yeah uh, okay I got
1: this rich father yeah <laughs>
2: hell yeah I just I don't know so like that just didn't really sit right with me um, what did you think about in in the movie the kind of overarching theme of he has three daughters mm-hmm. and the law of Zamunda is that a son has to be heir yeah Um. so initially we kind of get this little tension of why won't you choose one of your daughters to, mm. to take over yeah and then that's not revisited until, like, literally the last, like, three minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. What did you th- What did you think about that? Do you have any thoughts on, like, this whole, that whole, like, theme or trope to the movie? I feel like
1: they play they talked about that, like, throughout the movie. I think that you don't really get a whole bigger picture of the daughter that's supposed to be the one that wants to take over. Um, again, I think they didn't develop the characters well enough mm-hmm. here. And so, like, that's where, like, you as a watcher might not enjoy it because um you don't see that storyline built up you don't see these like little character developments of oh like she is the right person for the throne yeah um but like it is shown throughout the movie like at least the conversations between like um the the queen and akim um being like why aren't you involving like that like this is your, like your daughter like she's born like she's been preparing for this her whole entire life
2: yeah so I feel like everybody in Zamunda is preparing for everything their, their whole entire <laughs> life. <laughs> that one specific thing. Yeah. I guess I just would have liked more character development. Mm-hmm. Cause like the only thing that we get to see the old the eldest daughter do is train like jujitsu no, or, or I mean, whatever well, it I mean, is.
1: She also like helps uh her like half brother. Yeah. Um, do like these princely tests yeah yeah like after the, the, like the lion whiskers yeah mm-hmm. um because like there's this whole like test that he has to kind of go through to become the prince and stuff like that um to be worthy as the prince i should say mm-hmm. um and then yeah like there's this one scene where like basically he has to go get with whisk- the whiskers of a tiger and a oh, lion yep you're right yeah. um but yeah no like he was like all f- afraid to do it and like Then they had this little heart to heart, and then now she's like, "Okay, now you're my like, now I can trust you as my family." Like,
2: yeah, 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 that's true. There were definitely some building blocks. Uh, I just didn't feel like it was it was really thought out enough. It felt kind of rushed. Um, And then there there was a scene that I liked where it was Lavelle, so the the son Mm -hmm. and his barber. I believe. Yeah. Um. Like in the garden. Yeah. Kind of like at night. And I always do enjoy a good, like a good scene or a good movie that's like meta of mm-hmm. itself and like understands like what's happening.
1: Yeah. When they are like to talk about movies and they bring up sequels and why do like yeah. a sequel from a movie that everyone loves and stuff like that.
2: Right. And they're totally like super aware of like America's known for Mm. two types of cinema, like superhero movies and, uh, and shitty sequels. Mm -hmm. And like, I just, I've, you know, like, Hey, kudos to them for recognizing, like we're making a a sequel 30, like almost 30 years later. Yeah. Uh, and talking about it, but also like they weren't that far off and saying like, yeah, it's a, sequels are just shitty generally Mm -hmm. in, in most cases. Um, yeah, Tracy Morgan I wasn't really here for. I'm not a really big Tracy Morgan guy either. He's just loud for me. Gosh, I hate being just... that guy. I hate being that guy that says this like I I, I can't stand hey, did people watch like, 30 Rock? No. Never watched 30 Rock. Watch That's 30 why. Rock. But I like like I don't know. I like lots of people that are in other things that like I haven't seen their main works, but uh I really liked Wesley Snipes in this movie though. I thought he was really funny.
1: He plays <laughs> like his um like he's been kind of on this like thing where like even in like Dolomite is uh, is my name he he's playing like characters that aren't like Wesley Snipe esque like yeah. when I think of Wesley Snipes I'm like okay Blade like sure yeah right. like <laughs> uh, I think what Demolition Man Demolition Man New Jack City mm-hmm. yep like yeah like that stuff I'm like yeah that that is Wesley Snipes or yep. uh, uh, White Man Can't Jump Yep. like stuff like that and I'm like well this is. If this not, is not it. <laughs> this is not Wesley Snipes at all.
2: Yeah, I guess I. So I don't know if it was on this podcast or I was talking to somebody recently about how like. Uh, oh no! I was hosting a movie trivia at work, mm-hmm. and um, we were doing like a Black History Month movie trivia, and Wesley Snipes was like got brought up in conversation. I basically said like, I've never seen this like a single Wesley Snipes movie, literally until until this. So so coming to America. Is my Wesley Snipes virginity story, and I feel bad about that. <laughs> like I don't like that, and I'm, I don't think that's gonna sit well with me as my life continues. But like, I haven't seen any of these Wesley Snipes classics, uh, uh, and I, you know, and so, and so I feel bad about that. But I thought he was pretty funny in this movie.
1: So Ethan, I'm gonna say this because I say this a lot to you. Oh God! You have a Marvel podcast. <laughs> I do. Fifteen I know. <laughs> minutes of Marvel. Now what? Wh- Answer this question to me. Oh God! The Blade series.
2: This is a trap. I know it's a trap.
1: What um? What is that based off of?
2: Look, I know, I know where you. What going. is That's
1: it <laughs> based off of, Ethan? It's
2: based off a of Marvel comic. Okay? Oh, he's a, he's a he's a vampire hunter.
1: He's also a vampire.
2: Because when vampires finally made their resurgence back in Marvel Comics, this was like the first resurgence.
1: I'm.
2: I do feel bad about that. So you how can I... look you,
1: you need to <laughs> if you're gonna have a Marvel podcast, I'm I'm just gonna you gotta watch every Marvel movie.
2: See, but that's the thing, like I know it's based on Marvel property, but it's not you know it's not the MCU.
1: So you gotta know <laughs> Doesn't matter. Y- you gotta know where they've been to I where know. they're at now.
2: I know. So okay, so then here, I'll make I'll make a commitment right here on this show that I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch Blade. Not right now, but like Bla- I'm
1: gonna, Blade One, yeah, Blade One, Blade Two, Blade <sighs> Trinity.
2: This is this is. I've heard Blade Trinity is is a poopy. I heard it's not. I don't good. care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Got to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, if it's a Marvel movie, you're really about to make me make me rent it for two ninety nine.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I guess my dad can rent it for me. It's all good. <laughs> okay, so I gotta I gotta watch more Wesley Snipes movies. He was funny in Coming to America. I thought I thought that whole situation of like. His uh, like warrior clan, they like all dance and stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, which brings me to another point in this movie. I know in the first movie, like the whole kind of the initial like ceremony uh, with all the dancing and like, here's your bride, that whole situation is kind of a spectacle.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I didn't, I don't really care for that in in the second movie. Yeah. Like it just did, it it just feels like really lengthy and it just kind of takes me out of the storyline of like, Oh wait, we're getting like a dance number now. Mm. And like, now I'm just going to watch a dance number for like six minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Just like costumes are cool. I don't know, man. I don't want to sound like I'm just like shitting on this movie, but I'm just shitting on this movie.
1: How about the fact that <laughs> that their name? Give
2: me something good. Yeah.
1: I, I just, the name of that country is next Doria. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. 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 Next door. I thought that was so funny. Like
2: I initially thought I initially when I heard that, I was like, really? Like, we could have come up with such a better name. And then I was like, okay, it's kind of meta. Like, I, I get that. <laughs> I found it funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Okay, what? so what was your most... What was your highlight of the movie? Highlight of coming to the number two America.
1: So there's this... At the end of his tests, uh, the, the son, uh, Javale... Love Javale. Javale. Lave- Lavelle.
2: No. Uh, yeah, Lavelle.
1: Lavelle. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, he... Uh, they he did all the like the like the three tests that he was supposed to do, and then yeah, they yeah, yeah. pull out this like wooden almost seat looking like thing, but it's not a seat. And then they go into this thing. they are like, so all princes have to be circumcised. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: they're like the circumcision ceremony. Yeah,
1: and he's like, I've already had that done. Like. <laughs> And, like, uh, his mom's just like, J- just take a little bit off the top. <laughs> a little off the top. <laughs> like, a little off the top. She's, yeah. like, skimming her yeah. yeah. But the scene, like, this, like, shaman-esque guy. Um, that was by, played by right?
2: Arsenio Hall, right?
1: It was one either Arsenio or it was uh, Eddie Murphy. But anyways, he's, like, holding his hair. And he's like, Yeah, so I've been doing this, like, for years. And he... Like he pulls out a strand of his like dreadlock hair and has the foreskin oh. of the great great grandfather or the great 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 grandfather, the great great grandfather, the great grandfather, the, his father, and, and, then then a- him. and then Akeem. Yeah. And each one, <laughs> like, there's different sizes, and then you get to Akeem's, and it's, it's like, like, it's like, a size of a big can like, it's like, like humongous. tall boy beer. It's, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: like 10 times as big as any other ones. And he looks at it and he's like, mm.
0: <laughs>
2: it's yeah. It's super I funny. found that hilarious. That was pretty funny. I, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, and you know, I think that scene played well. Cause like it kind of had a, had a purpose to it um, mm-hmm. of him, like being willing, you know, to go to great lengths. <clears throat> um, but yeah that that's that's pretty funny. Um I texted you and I said that my favorite scene in the movie was with um oh god now I'm going to You forget never texted
1: me this by the way because I have not seen the movie yet cuz
2: you, <laughs> you haven't seen it. Oh, am I really going to forget his name? What's his name? Oh, with Colin Jost from SNL. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah, when like Lavelle is like in in the room like trying to get a job mm-hmm. and Colin Joseph is like his interviewer and they start like they had, they have this rat a tat of uh you know like finding dirt on on each other and this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I really like Colin Joseph. so I guess I maybe that's why I like that is scene. A lot. Because
1: he's marrying Scarlett Johansson. What? He's marrying Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. You, this is news to me. They make fun of him like all the time on SNL. No
2: shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah wow are they even the same age colin Jost, like he looks pretty young no i mean
1: 1982
2: okay all right well scar joe's off the market okay well i'm just, I mean, sitting,
1: I'm just there, sitting it's with not this. it's not <laughs> it's not a you're football? also a married man you're <laughs> off the market <laughs> hey
2: man i feel like molly and i have this under this understanding if, <laughs> if either of us could marry a super famous person it's all it's all, oh. we're, all we're all clear <laughs> a
1: little polygamy happening <laughs> it's
2: all good <laughs> Well, hey, kudos to Colin Jost, but I mean, I think I guess I think he's really funny. So I thought that that scene in particular was pretty funny. Um,
1: the scene where like there's a line where he's just like, "Yeah, I'm sure your daddy snuck you into your like a rehab for your cocaine addiction." He's like, <laughs> "No, it was it was something else." Yeah, like, he goes, "It was you, oxy." Yeah, it was oxy, and it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and and then he says something about like uh, Lavelle says something about you know all the picture come out about you being you know being a blackface uh at the at a company party or whatever and he goes i was a i was will smith's genie uh like and from a, aladdin yeah from aladdin <laughs> i thought it was funny
1: um he's like it was like black on yeah, on like, first and then i put the blue on <laughs> after <I> the, <laughs> yeah it's
2: blackface underneath um so i thought it was i thought there were funny moments for sure what do you think about the whole situation of let's make a sequel to a movie 23 years later you know I know you have a sequel rule
1: yeah and I mean it breaks the sequel I mean like it follows the part of a sequel rule like you can't it's hard to do sequels years and years and years after you like you yeah. lose the audience base for a good chunk of it I mean your your main demographic is typically the people within like like the early like early 20s to like like mid 30s typically yeah. um and like that's your main age bracket that that gets people in. And so a lot of people weren't even born when the first one came out that's what I'm saying, within guy. that bracket. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: That's where I'm at. Yeah. I guess I feel like 23 years is too long. Mm. Like, but yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, that's kind of a thing that's going down right now. of mm. like older actors that are m- maybe not necessarily like searching for a payday, but you know, we're trying to like get a little limelight back. Mm-hmm. they're trying to like have a resurgence of classics or some, you know, the old stuff or bring back some characters or something like that. I feel like this isn't the first time that's happened recently, but I don't know. I'm still anti. I still don't think it's a good idea to make a sequel to a movie 23 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, you, you just lose the momentum. I just don't think, I don't think that's the way to go. Um, okay.
1: I, I, I'm sorry. I still have to correct you. It's not 23 years. It's 33 years, my guy.
2: 33? Oh, God. I'm an idiot. Listen, listeners. I'm not as that, dumb as I think. That sentence came out wrong. <laughs> I'm an idiot.
1: Because if... The, okay. I'm in, you're you fu- were a, fina- you're a finance major. So I I'm going to break this down to simple terms. No, I got you. it. Ni- 1988
2: <laughs> to 2028 would have been 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then backtrack. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, so even more, thirty three years Yeah, then I then I then I take what I said and I amplify it. You should not make a sequel thirty-three years later. That's too long. What did you think of the ending? Uh specifically what happened was Lavelle
1: Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler
2: Yeah, red alert, spoiler, red alert. Uh Lavelle basically Lavelle takes off, goes back to America, Eddie Murphy follows him and is like, the, this
1: So Eddie Murphy goes to America <gasps> twice. The second time.
2: Is that why it's called to America? <laughs> to maybe. America like twice? Because yeah. he went to
1: America twice? Yeah, maybe. That could be it. Okay. Sure. I like th- that could be, no- that <laughs> could be an explanation. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. That
2: could be it. Okay, I kind of get that now. Uh, I'm kind of with that. Goes back to basically telling him like, I was in your position once and like you should definitely marry who you're in love with. Mm-hmm. And then they all go back to Zamunda. They have a proper ceremony at Zamunda. He marries the his is barber check that he fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And then like three minutes until the credits roll, Eddie Murphy like talks to his daughter and is like, Hey, you are, you're the queen. Like you rules the now he's just the U S ambassador. Uh, like I changed the law. Congratulations. End of movie. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this?
1: No, I mean, I, I think that's kind of what the movie was building up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially there's a line where like, uh, a Murphy and uh the, the person that plays the queen, they were debating. They're like, "I thought you were going to bring change to like to uh, Zamunda and stuff like that." Um, so I think it was building up to it. Yeah, I wasn't too surprised. I wasn't too shocked. I mean, they, they really tried to empower that female character. So
2: yeah, definitely, I'm pro on the ending. I guess. I, I guess mean, I... she
1: beat up Wesley Snipes, dude.
2: For real. <laughs> Wesley's like, "I'm listening." Mm-hmm. It's like, "Yeah, damn right, you're listening."
1: She beat up Blade.
2: <laughs> she beat up <a> Blade. <laughs> they should have made a Blade joke in there. Damn. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess I I like the ending. I just wish it would have it would have been a little more prevalent throughout the entire movie. I guess it, I guess mm. I wish that would have been the main storyline. Yeah. Of making his daughter the queen and dealing with with like kind of the impact of that and him empowering her. I wish that would have had a little more prominence mm-hmm. um, instead of like kind of taking a back seat to most of the whole like Lavelle, like doing the princely duties and falling in love situation. Mm-hmm. I just like didn't connect to that kind
1: of stuff. Yeah. They had two storylines yeah. and they weren't able to focus on one of, or the, without sacrificing the other. So they made this movie, which yeah is a <laughs> combo of it. And so you lose a lot from both.
2: Yeah. Try to do both. And like, they're just parallel movies mm-hmm. like playing at the same time. So I would have liked to see a little bit more there, but I do like the ending of of empowering her. Her character's name is Mika, and mm. she becomes the queen. I thought that that's wonderful. Uh, but like I said, just uh, just a little bit more. Um, well,
1: she becomes queen after he dies.
2: Yes, sorry, she's in line. He to be, literally to be, to just
1: became queen. king at the very beginning of the movie, so <laughs> yeah, I don't that's think, true. <laughs> I don't think that he's planning on getting rid of or not being king for a while.
2: Okay, cool. So thirty three years from now, mm-hmm. then we get a. Coming through America. Coming through America. (laughs) (laughs) She's got to go to America three times, and we'll just keep this going every thirty-three years. No,
1: it will be uh, Eddie Murphy coming back to America.
2: (laughs) It'll be Eddie Murphy again and again Mm. and again. Um, What movie did you think? Do you enjoy more, "Coming to America" or "Coming to America"?
1: I would say (laughs) I enjoy the first one more than the second one.
2: Okay, I heart agree with you on that Mm. one. I I I. Looking back, because I watched them back to back, like nights back to back, definitely like the first one better. Mm-hmm. I would even go so far as to say, in twenty years, if that movie is on at someone's house that I'm co- going over to, I might take a peek. I might watch that. I might sit down and watch that. I
1: don't know. It might be too old <laughs> for you at that point. <laughs> yeah,
2: it might have might pass like the uh, the time cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I definitely, I like the first one better. Do you have any other thoughts on this whole coming to America, coming to America situation before we talk Snyder Cut?
1: Uh, Are we going to give a final take?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's give our final take. That's the whole whole point of this freaking show, guy.
1: So uh, let me explain to everyone that is a new listener to our podcast what a final take is. Yeah, which
2: which, by the way, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Glad to have you.
1: (laughs) Um, So our final take is essentially, it's a three-step process. So, or three review idea. Three-pronged attack. Yeah. So there are movies that we claim as a zero watch movie. These are movies we say do not watch. Do not waste your time. It's not worth it. Um, that would be a zero watch movie. And then the second review would be, uh, a one time watch movie, a movie that is worth at least watching one time. Um, it may not be the greatest movie or maybe it is a really good movie and it's just so intense that maybe you're only going to want to watch it one time. Sure. Um,
2: Uh, and and one time is not a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it could be so intense Mm -hmm. that you just, you can only handle it once. Yeah.
1: So, uh, and then there is a multi-watch a movie that you're going to watch multiple times. Like, we feel like this movie is one of those staples that you're just going to come back to over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, Ethan, with coming to the number two America, okay. what is your final take?
2: Second movie, putting me in the hot seat. Uh,
1: because we're not we're not here to review the first movie, really.
2: No. Yeah, we're here to review the, the second one, the new stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I do feel the hot seat. I feel like my seat just got warm, extra warm. I
1: think I know your answer already but I want to hear you say it. <laughs> you want it to come out of mm. my mouth yeah.
2: into the microphone. Listen, it's a no-time watch for me. I'm okay. not going to waste my time on this movie. I There was a very lackluster character development. A lot of the jokes fell flat for me. Uh, and any movie, which, you know, Colin Jost, wonderful guy, any movie that Colin Jost is the highlight of the movie, unless it's his movie, probably not a good situation i
1: wouldn't say he was the highlight of the movie
2: for me he was the highlight <laughs> of the movie <laughs> i just didn't You're gonna I pick d- the
1: one white guy in the movie i huh? know <laughs> and i feel terrible yeah.
2: for doing that but listen i mean i am glad that you know the barbershop scene is obviously is hilarious but like i just it's a no-time watch for me i just didn't i didn't feel like i gained anything out of it and and after i watched the movie i thought to myself like eh, I'm, i could have passed that's just that's how I'm gonna be. And listen, if this is your first time listening, don't. I'm not that guy. I don't rate things as no time watches.
1: Yeah, have I, I ever rated wa- anything yes, as a you no have. time much? Yeah. Really? For sure. Yeah.
2: Okay. Maybe like one or two things.
1: New We've me- been doing this a while. New, new mutants. Yeah. Zero. You, yeah. <laughs> hey, you you gave that. You didn't even give Dark Phoenix a no time watch.
2: Hey, Dark Phoenix is good, man. People no, sleeping in the <laughs> What is your final take for the uh. second Coming to America?
1: So I want to preface before I give my final take. Uh Oh. Um, It is a sequel to a great movie. Um, The first movie to me is a multi-watch movie. I've watched it multiple times. Um,
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, It is not the same movie. If you are a fan of that movie, don't come into this movie expecting it to be the same. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I'm going to say a one-watch movie. Mm -hmm. I think that if you are a fan of the, the first one, it is still there. There's still some plots that are still a part of like the original. So you you may enjoy some of like the, the little quips here and there. So you'll enjoy it for that factor. It may not be a multi-watch movie um, because the character development is poor. Um, I mean, they should have focused on one or the other character a little bit more.
2: Yeah. One main storyline would have been. Brian. Yeah.
1: I mean, really it, it was a three stories. You have Akeem. Mm-hmm. you have uh, Javel and you have Mika. Yeah. So, like, you, it's hard to develop those three characters. So, I think they kind of rushed that movie. Um, but if you're a fan of the original, there are jokes that pertain to the first one that I think that you'll find it, like, good. Yep. So, that's why I'm going to give it a one watch.
0: All right.
2: That's a solid review. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I think... I think that's a good way to put it. It's definitely it's not the same movie. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's kind of where I got hung up. I was like, oh, this is definitely a sequel, and then I was like, oh, this is kind of different.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it's thirty-three years difference. I mean, you're not going to get the same movie. I mean, yeah. you, you lost out on a good sequel. At least what I'm going to give <laughs> twenty-eight years. Yeah, I was going to say thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like you had like that is your time frame if if the movie w- had came out 28 years earlier they could have done a little bit different and it could have been like a, a child and s- like an actual little child and then you could have built the relationship up like from that
2: yeah and that would have been cool i mean let me let's let's look here i was gonna look at coming to america on so the first one on wikipedia so it looks like the budget was 36 million and it did about 300 million at the box office I mean, I feel like that's relatively successful. So I don't think, I don't think like commercial success was the issue maybe mm-hmm. for not getting a second. Maybe they just didn't plan on making a second I think at it time. was
1: just at the time Eddie Murphy was just this person that people wanted. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was coming off of SNL. He was a, is still doing stand up comedy. He was, he was also doing a music career. For a short period of time in the eighties. This guy. Um he was just doing a lot, and I think that he probably was thinking, I'll just keep on doing random projects. Um, I think the only main sequel that he ever like in the eighties did was um Beverly Hill- Beverly yep. Hills Cop.
2: Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop 2
1: Yeah, and then he came into the nineties with uh what, uh Doctor dolittle and he did a few sequels there. I don't know if he did Daddy Daycare too
2: no it doesn't look like he did uh which you know no one to hold him no one to fold him he got out on that one thank goodness but you know shrek has some um, that kind of stuff um yeah man i think he was he was the guy uh okay i want to talk to zach snyder's justice league let's talk about so i am a dc i'm a dc prude i don't know what's going on when it comes to dc i which which you know I have nothing. So don't take that as I'm against DC. I'm not actively against DC. Mm. I just, it just hasn't been part of the slate. But just, just due to the strict like Marvel fandom that I have because mm. Marvel it takes up a lot of energy and capacity and time. I do want to read the IMDB real quick for Zack Snyder's Justice League because I just pulled it up and I haven't read it until now. So Zack Snyder's definitive director's cut of Justice League. Determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. Z- uh, Superman's ultimate sacrifice. Is this based on another movie? Do we know what this is?
1: Uh, yeah, from the... F- uh, what is it? Batman versus Superman? Superman. Yeah.
2: Okay. So do you think I should watch Batman versus Superman first?
1: Probably. Yeah. Shit.
2: Okay. Got to do that. Uh, how hyped are you?
1: I'm pretty hyped. <laughs> I'm pretty hyped. I'm pretty hyped. <laughs> so I've heard a theory as to what's going to, what is the main change to the storyline. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I find it interesting.
2: Okay. Tell me. So it's like if anything of what we say comes true or ruins anything for you, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. So. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So, um you well, you haven't seen Batman versus Superman. So you don't know the no. ultimate sacrifice that like Superman had. You
2: can you can tell me though. I it's, it's not going to ruin the movie for me I don't think. I
1: mean, in the comics, Superman dies. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to telling you that now. <laughs> tell me now. <laughs> because I'm ready. guess what happens in Batman versus Superman?
2: Does <laughs> He freaking die. Yeah. This guy. Okay? All right. So okay. So, what
1: the theory is And that's Henry
2: Cavill's Superman? Yeah. At this point? Okay.
1: The theory is um that zombie. Uh no. <laughs> that uh Lois Lane and Batman Bruce Banner or not Banner? Uh Bruce uh, Wayne. Bruce Banner. <laughs> okay, yeah, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne actually have a child <gasps> together.
2: Oh, intriguing.
1: Because it w- like this is a missing plot piece from like the original Justice League uh, Yeah because like uh-huh. There's a line I forget what the line is But like Basically like How could you have, Like do this to To me type of thing Like sp- like Superman said that too okay. Like So the idea Is that They have a, like Lois Lane and um, Bruce Wayne Or Lois Yeah <laughs> I mean Anyways they have Lois ba- Lane and Bruce Wayne yeah, They uh, yeah. They have a baby together Okay um, Or she's pregnant One of the two Okay I think she's pregnant That might be, make a little bit more sense um, and then at the end of the movie, Batman dies. So Bruce Wayne dies. Okay. And then, uh, Lois still has a baby yeah. and, um, they named the baby, like her and, uh, Clark Kent named the baby Bruce. Oh. And then they show him, uh, t- 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 whatchamacallit. Yeah. Like the thing, the, like the bat cave eventually.
2: Oh, Okay.
1: I could, I like could be wrong. I, I, yeah. Business. yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, like, he becomes like back.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, I don't know if that's
1: true. I, I,
2: that's just a theory for this upcoming Zack Snyder. Justice. Yeah. Just like, okay. Wow. Nice. Okay. I haven't heard that. I'm, I'm kind of staying away from any of like this Snyder cut like discourse situation going on
1: because you uh, don't typically follow DC stuff in the first place. So, right.
2: <laughs> and and I feel like I'd be kind of lost. So I, I feel like I'm in a unique position though that I kind of wanted to talk about. I feel like I am one of the few people that has not seen the theatrical cut of Justice League. Okay, so I so I did not see Justice League. Mm-hmm. The only DC movies that are like in the DC Extended Universe that I've seen are Wonder Woman yeah. and Wonder Woman 84. I have not seen... Aquaman. I have not seen Aquaman. I have not seen Batman versus Superman and I have not seen Man theatrical... Man mm, I don't think I've seen Man of Steel. I haven't seen any of those. So... I feel like I'm in a unique situation here where I could either watch Justice League theatrical cut and then watch Snyder cut so I can do a little compare contrast or I can just watch Snyder cut first
1: and that you won't have time to watch the second one though.
2: Right. So I don't know what I should do. Should I go in like should Snyder cut be my introduction to justice league like is this the way it's no it was originally designed to be no you
1: you should watch the previous movies to understand
2: including justice league
1: it, <laughs> you can or you cannot watch that one i'm okay. saying the other one so right man of steel and uh batman, batman versus superman. superman um i don't think wonder woman came out until after that okay so so i'm
2: I w- good if i just watch those and then go go snyder cut yeah okay I like that. I, I was initially planning on Snyder cut being like my worldview of what Justice League is mm. um, versus like theatrical cut of Justice League. The only issue I have with this is uh, Snyder cuts four hours long.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this. Get ready for no, it.
2: Nobody's concerned about this.
1: No, because they they want to see if he what his vision was for it.
2: Right, and uh, and there is so much. Not necessarily drama, but there's so much surrounding this movie Mm -hmm. that I was not aware of at the time of like like when Justice League came out and like when Joss Whedon did all this. Like, I was not aware of everything that was happening, so I feel like I kind of missed the boat on that situation. Yeah, so I don't really want to like throw myself into it and claim like, oh, this is Snyder Cut is like the ultimate vision for Justice League because I don't know what that means. Mm. Um, But. Is this how people are v- like viewing it? Is this what everybody's thinking? Is like this is how Justice League was supposed to be? Yeah. This is this is what people have wanted. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that's why they. <laughs> ma- <laughs> that's why WB was like, "Yeah, here, have seventy million bucks and, yeah. and make it." Yeah. Okay. I'm high. I'm hyped <laughs> for it. I'm excited for it. I just don't. I just. I guess I just feel a little out of place. Mm. I just feel a little out of place.
1: I have a question for you, but it can be after. A little bit no, no,
2: no. I want to. You better ask it now.
1: So, okay. So we know S- Superman; he's mm-hmm. indestructible, right? Yeah, like basically, can be shot with a bullet, can't be cut. Yeah. So when he gets his hair cut, <laughs>
2: how does this how does how, this play? Yeah, because, how do we do this?
1: Uh, obviously, he's a clean cut guy.
2: <laughs> he is.
1: So, like, is it just mm, literally tough. like his hair? <laughs> <laughs> There's. Wouldn't it be as strong as him?
2: I feel like we got a couple options on this. One, what, number, one <laughs> number one, yeah, there's a gene somewhere inside him that says, "Okay, your hair is weak, but your body is strong." Mm-hmm. And so you can you can get your hair cut.
1: And you're like your your nails, you can trim your nails. <laughs>
2: yeah, you can trim your nails.
1: But everything else indestructible.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. So so maybe there's some kind of secret gene that that causes this. The second option is he might have to go see like an otherworldly barber that has special Special abilities to cut man. So of he steel can't hair.
1: find his his like other race like his family anywhere in the universe, even okay. though they're they're there <laughs> in the comics. Okay, but yet he can find a barber. There's intergalactic barber is what Absol- you're saying. Absolutely, good marketing from that intergalactic <laughs>
2: barber. That that's that's how he found him. That's like that's you know if, if this barber can cut Superman's hair and you know, I assume he can do the full package, trim his nails as well, then. Then then people are gonna be lining up to go see this barber. That's what I'm thinking is happening. Mm-hmm. So then to go off of that, should Zack Snyder then continue to make DC movies, one in which we find out the barber origins of Superman?
1: Yeah, you, We're asking the hard thing yeah. <laughs> questions.
2: <laughs> Listen, we need to know. Zack Snyder, we need to know. Um
1: yeah, please have a scene where he's getting his <laughs> hair cut and his nails trimmed. I hope... Please.
2: I, I, it, like, it doesn't even have to be long. Like, I just want to just want to know what happens. I just want
1: him to sit down in a barber right. chair. <laughs> I just want to know what happening. And then leave the building.
2: Yeah. And, like, he can fly out of the building. Yeah, he, he can whatever. But, like, you know what would really be good is if, if he's sitting in the barber's chair and, like, he's going... He, like, the barber goes, get, gets ready to cut his hair, but mm-hmm. we never actually see him get his hair cut. That would drive us insane. Wow, what is it? Well, Can he get it cut or not?
1: And like I said, he dies, right? Yeah. And fingernails and hair still grow when you're dead. Oh, no. Until you don't have, you know. Yeah. You decompose. Until you can't. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like. <laughs> what are we doing here? He, when he leaves the grave, he should be like.
2: Yeah. like He's got those claws, guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's loaded. Um, could you sit in a movie theater and watch this for four hours?
1: I would hope that they would do an intermission.
2: Yeah, that was my thinking. It was like, fingers crossed, like, could we get an intermission for this?
1: Yeah, I, I would think that, I would assume that's what they would do.
2: It's just, it's way too long to go in one mm-hmm. sitting. I'm I'm 100% splitting this up into two movie nights. I can't.
1: I thought it comes out on the 18th and we were recording on the 19th. It
2: does, so I'm going to watch one movie night, but <laughs> <laughs> change my plans. I'm going to split gonna it. I mean, I'm never gonna, mind. <laughs> I'm going to need my own intermission. I'm gonna need my own intermission is, is how that's gonna go um okay yeah I guess uh, so the hype train for this podcast is pulling out of the station or you know it has arrived at the station we are boarding the train and we are now leaving because we got five days to Snyder Cut
1: I mean my train had already came <laughs> before yours came apparently
2: I'm on the late train I bought a late ticket I'm mm-hmm. um, I I bought I bought one of the last tickets like I'm I'm, I'm just getting on that train barely um, okay, yeah, like, I, I'm really excited. For you're it. like
1: Harry and Ron that take like the the flying car yeah. to Hogwarts. <laughs> I am, and like hopefully you don't run into the Whomping Willow. It's like
2: Snyder cut hype train. Wait <laughs> up! Wait up for me. I'm coming. I promise. I'm excited. I promise. Um, and then my my last question before we get out of here. So with this whole saga behind mm-hmm. Snyder cut and and everything that is entailed, what do you predict the legacy of this movie to be? Do you th- do you see like a positive legacy? Is it going to be super like super successful in terms of watches and views or like w- I guess where's your stance on this?
1: I mean, I'm just I'm just here for the ride.
2: <laughs> You're just here to hang out. Yeah, I
1: <laughs> I don't know. Like it could go it could go any way. Yeah. Like it could be so like significantly better or it could just fucking bomb. <laughs> Anything's possible. We yeah, we have no idea.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody does. I mean like Nobody, nobody knows what's gonna happen. The
1: expectation after they, I think the expectation is that it's going to be better than the first one. Yeah. It could not. I don't know. That's not why I'm watching. It. I just want. To, well, I mean, it is why I want. but, <laughs> but like, yeah. I just want to see like what he does with it.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I just want to see. I think, I think regardless on how well liked the movie is, I think it already has cemented its place in history. Mm-hmm. Just, just strictly due to the saga. Yeah. That's behind it in the drama. Uh, and, and I think it'll forever be a talking point about what is, I guess, what is possible within the movie industry mm. and what can happen and, and things like this. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's a black and white edition coming out, by the way. Which, I hope like, not. that's... That's epic. I, I don't. Think,
1: I don't. Not I, a fan. No, I. I do. I do not enjoy the black and white aesthetic unless, like, certain movies. I'm okay mm-hmm. with
2: it. I think it's called. I think the edition is called like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Justice is gray, is what it's called, and so it's like a grayscale. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's available on HBI. Like, I don't know what the situation is with that anyway. Uh, okay, well, that was our final take, but you can always send us your final take through social media. We're at Final Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram. I run the Twitter handle, so feel free to bash me for all of my hate hatred today because <laughs> I just, I feel, I, I already feel bad about it.
1: Also, for the ability or for the lack of uh, Marvel movies that you have watched.
2: Yeah. Which you bring up like all the time. You're I like, do. Yep. <laughs> you just if crush you're- me. <laughs> I, I mean,
1: I've literally seen every single one, even DC movies. You
2: should be hosting the podcast. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah what are you doing? Give it to me. Give <laughs> <Yes>. me. <laughs> Subscribe and listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super exciting, mm. uh, and we would greatly appreciate it. Next week on the show, you guessed it. We're, we're talking S- Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. We're talking Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to have a full spoiler review. Of it, and I can guarantee you we will have very differing opinions. I I have, we happen. have no idea. Don't, no, no, don't no, no. we have that, no idea. Don't put that on me. <laughs> you don't want me to guarantee anything. Yeah. I also kind of want to see if we can make our podcast four hours long. <laughs> four hours, four hours and two minutes.
1: Nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> not happening. Nope. Mm-mm. You're not booking. Us I'm for already that. saying no to Damn that.
2: It. No, I tried. Um. I, yeah.
1: I'm also <laughs> going to challenge you for a future episode. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna oh, challenge. We're gonna do this. Yeah, we're gonna ha- do. It's gonna be actually two episodes. Ooh. I can came up with the idea. Double. Um, top eighties and nineties comedy.
0: Oh,
2: okay, yeah, absolutely. You know how many eighties and nineties comedies I'm about to watch? Mm-hmm. But to fucking line them up.
1: Yep. <laughs> so I'm,
2: you're gonna culture me real quick. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna show you the light of comedy <laughs> show me between the different ages that you've missed out on because I know you've watched comedies in the two thousands and the two thousand tens. Yeah. But the eighties and nineties are—I feel like—the meat and butter that you're missing.
2: Yeah, here's what we can do. You can give me like a top ten list for each decade,
1: or the bread and butter. And I, so. no. I will—it's a, it's a steak, you know—it's <laughs> a fine steak. It's a with, fine, fine. With, or steak. it's a, maybe a lobster tail, like <laughs> poached in butter. I was just saying
2: that the meat and the butter. <laughs> yeah, fine steak. Give me like a top ten list for each decade, and I will commit to watching that top ten, and then we can talk about them.
1: Or or do you we, want me to just pick? I yeah, pick randomly.
2: Oh gosh. That's a lot of pressure. I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. You got to give me some time. Gain some cultural background. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Uh, Be sure to stay safe, and we will see you next week.
1: Talk to you. Talk to you later. Yeah, we'll talk at you later. We'll talk at. (laughs) Yeah, I'll talk at you
2: later. Uh, Go watch some movies. See you later.
1: Bye. Bye. Ciao.